Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. We are joined today by Wendy Berger, president and creator of Pour Le Monde Certified 100% Natural Perfumes. Welcome to Where Brains Meets Beauty. Thanks, Jody. I'm happy to be here. We're so excited to have you because our listeners are super curious about the career paths and journeys of leaders in the beauty industry and not just the glossed over and picture perfect PR story that people like to tell, but the honest and authentic one. And you certainly have an incredibly interesting story to tell. Well, thank you. Um, will you tell us first about Poor Lamond? What is Poor Lamond? So Poir Le Monde, as you mentioned before, is the world's only certified 100% natural um, fine fragrances. We are really touching on a lot of the hotspots of consumers these days. Besides being all natural, we're vegan, cruelty-free, pregnancy-safe. We have been told many times that our fragrances don't trigger migraines, which I know because I'm a migraine mm-hmm. sufferer. Um, each one of our fragrances is... Um, benefiting a different charity. So we've got the altruism component there. And lastly, we were just made a couple months ago uh, a B Corp. There's over 40,000 companies a year that tried to become a B Corp. And not only did Poor Lamont um, get accepted into this really small, amazing group of companies, but we're also the only fragrance company to be a certified B Corp. So um, a B Corp is, is are, are about companies that are truly um, doing good for the world. There's transparency in what they're doing. Um, they use sustainability um, componentry and resources, et cetera. So, That's so, so cool. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So each well, one of our I- fragrances smell really, really beautiful. <laughs> um, you know, in addition to all of our certifications and the things that, um, you know, we are at the end of the day, you can be all those things, but it's most important to uh, make sure that you have a, an amazing product. And Jody, I know you've smelled our fragrances um, and they truly smell complex, beautiful, um, just luxurious. We hear all the time that people can't believe that our Odoo parfums are 100% natural. Well, I am totally, completely your target customer because every time I'm around, uh, you know, traditional fragrance, right, ones um, that I didn't even realize had synthetics because I wasn't studying the fragrance industry, but I would get an instant headache. Like the second it's sprayed, my head starts to feel uncomfortable. Not quite a migraine headache, but um, certainly one of those, like I need to get out of the space and take some Motrin. Um, so I, um, I stopped wearing fragrances for like years, really years and years, and then, um, experienced yours. And now I can say I wear it every day with, with no side effects. And it's really incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah. Nothing, you know, nothing used to get me, uh, more and still does is if, especially if I'm trapped in an elevator with somebody wearing mm-hmm. a really heavy fragrance. And of course, now you've got Uber Pool and Via. And the other day, some woman got in and I was, I just had to look <laughs> on the window. I, mean, <laughs> I think we all did. Um, it was just so beyond overpowering. And, you know, they, they, they do, they have said that fragrance, it, it could be the next secondhand smoke because it just affects so many people in different ways. Um, it also affects small children, um, you know, their little lungs breathing it in and uh, the indoor air pollution that it creates. So it was really important for me to give consumers an alternative without feeling like they were making any sort of sacrifice, sacrificing on, uh, of course, scent and um, out-of-pocket because we are priced uh, right there with the synthetics, 
even though everything we have is is um, from nature and we use incredibly expensive ingredients. Why did you start this brand? Well, my background uh, is in magazine publishing. I was at Vanity Fair, InStyle for several years, Elle magazine, and I was constantly working with um, the beauty companies. I actually started my career at Revlon um, as a sales trainer. At the time, they owned a lot of different brands. Yeah, and um, when I finally got pregnant, my doctor said, you should really think about... um, fragrance. I have this amazing OBGYN who's always up on everything before anybody knows about it. And I was kind of surprised that he had said that to me. Um, for me, not wearing fragrance is like going outside without any clothes on. I mean, it is the last piece of my wardrobe and I really feel naked without wearing it. So I, of course, went online and started looking up what he was talking about. And there was a lot of unknown chemicals in fragrances. Um, and it just kind of struck me as, hmm, maybe I really should avoid these. And I tried to find naturals in the marketplace. Many of them are roller balls, essential oils. Um, they kind of, I mean, they smell nice, but just a little more of an aromatherapy way that, which I don't mind if I'm, but when I'm out to dinner with my husband or if I'm at a, at a meeting, I just, didn't want to always smell like I had a massage. <laughs> so uh, nothing out nothing out there satisfied me. I was always a real fragrance snob to begin with. And um, I always had a different fragrance for how, however mood I was in and um, saw that there was a hole in the marketplace. Now, again, this is five years ago when I um, started venturing into this and, and people thought I was crazy. Yeah, first and foremost, people thought that fragrance was natural to begin with. If it smells like a perfume, mm-hmm. you know, if it smells like a flower, shouldn't it be from a flower? And, um, you know, then I found out that's really not the case. Um, so the consumers back then weren't, weren't as knowledgeable as they are today with uh, green beauty, clean beauty, safe beauty. So um, it's amazing just in, in, in five years how... Uh, the knowledge has has increased, and and with that knowledge comes demand. And um, once consumers have found out about, you know, that the want to go clean beauty, they're, they 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 ditch the fragrance. And um, pregnant women ditch the fragrance because there isn't anything out there that smells beautiful until they discover Pour Le Monde. And we hear that all the time with, why don't we find out about you guys? And, oh, my God, we love, we love this brand. We love what you're doing. We love that you give back. We love that you're vegan. We love that you're cruelty-free. Um, but most importantly, we love that we can wear a fragrance again. And, um, you know, uh, that's been very rewarding to me. I bet. You know, that makes me think of a theme around patience and perseverance, right? So five years ago, you'd, you really didn't have um, a lot of people, um, I guess, picking up what you're putting down in terms of the, the mission of this brand and being natural. Um, and I bet it was quite hard to try to convince retail partners and customers that this was something important. Um, can you take us back to those first few years in business and... Um, I guess, the hustling and the pounding the pavement and then getting the word out. Um, What was that like when people weren't really quite ready to hear this message? 
Well, I'm going to even take it a step back further, if, if, if you don't mind, and that is I couldn't find a fragrance house that wanted to do this. Um, mm-hmm. They all said that, that 100% natural fragrance, and, you know, a fine fragrance, a eau de parfum, would not, uh, it could not be created. It just wouldn't smell right. I mean, we only have about 400 notes that we can work with, super limited super limited. Um, you know, in the synthetics category, you're, you're dealing with thousands of notes, which is why you see a new fragrance seems like being launched every week. So I couldn't right. even find a fragrance house. So when I finally found um, a small house, they really had the expertise in natural uh, flavoring for lotions and soaps, and they just never done a fine fragrance before. So, so that in itself took a long time. It took many, many months uh, because I didn't want to launch with one. I wanted to launch as a collection. I just thought that launching as a collection would be very important. I um, wanted people to know that Pour Le Monde was here to stay and that we truly had a scent for everyone. So I launched this incredible collection that, yeah, to your point, I, we didn't have a home. Um, we focused online, which is a little difficult to sell fragrance online, although we came up right. with a program where consumers could purchase all three uh, scents with a sample pack. We sell for that for $20. We still can't keep them in stock. Uh, it's just mm. a great way for them to kind of try before they purchase the full size. And um, that's what we did. We started taking note of all the green beauty bloggers um, who are now our, our dear friends. And, um, you know, we quickly realized that the traditional approach to fragrance marketing was going to be out the window when it came to Pour Le Monde. Um, quickly realized that we were a fragrance disruptor in the category and that we weren't your typical fragrance. Um, and that, again, was 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 something new for me because here I'd been exposed my whole career to traditional cosmetic marketing and suddenly uh, you know it, that that all had to be uh, changed so um the beauty of having your own company is if it doesn't work today you can fix it tomorrow <laughs> and that's what I love about entrepreneurship <laughs> my years in magazine publishing if something wasn't working it it took a lot of um focus groups, memos, uh, here's, here's why we're going to do this, and here's what it's going to co- When you're an entrepreneur, you can just fix it like that. And um, I had a lot of pivots when it came to uh, positioning Pour Le Monde. So um, to, to see it now where we have a retailer, uh, Credo, Credo was launched by the original team that brought Sephora to the U.S., and they recognized that um, the green beauty market was exploding. So Credo is pretty much like the the world of discovery that Sephora was when it came into the market. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Credo's only about a year and a half old. They didn't have that when we launched. Now we've signed with Macy's.com. Macy's.com has recognized that uh, green beauty is, is is here to stay, and it's not a trend; it's a movement. So. So now that that consumer demand awareness uh, followed with so many um, people on Instagram, bloggers, and the press talking about green beauty has certainly made it much easier for us to get appointments than when we first launched. No one would speak to us right. when we first launched. It was rather depressing. And now 
hey, we do want to give consumers an alternative because that's what Port Lamont is about. It's, it's about an alternative to what you're currently using if you want to make a switch and go totally clean uh, within your beauty regimen. I love that you spent so much time um, forging your own path and that you, you know, obviously by necessity had to do so. Um, can we talk and dive down a little bit deeper into kind of the, the emotional effects of being an entrepreneur in a space that people maybe certainly aren't ready to embrace? Um, you know, in my own business, I find that, um, you know, what's in my head gets in my way quite a bit, like fear-based stuff or anxiety or, um, you know, compare and despair. Um, and I'm wondering if you suffered from any of this in the early years of growing the business, um, and if you did, how you were able to move forward. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, and I think you have to be completely resilient. Um, you know, if you, I'm friends with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the green beauty world. We all stick together. We all consider ourselves pioneers. We try to support each other. And the one common thing that we say to each other all the time is, it's a good thing we didn't know. <laughs> it's a really good <laughs> thing we didn't know, else none of us would have done it. And I think that's that's a, that's something that really happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is, thank God no one told them really what the path could possibly be. Um, it, it is. It, it was challenging. And um, someone just posted recently um, a quote. I saw it. I saw it the other day. It was on the honor of um, a guy in the ad agency, and he, he he went on to to build this big ad agency. And and someone asked him once, "What is the one thing to which you would attribute your success?" And his answer was, "I was stupid." <laughs> I was stupid because I never once thought of the downside risk to what I was doing. I never thought about the what ifs. And I think that is what has carried me to this point. When there was a lot of doors closed on me, I believed in what I was doing. I believed that I had a market for for Port Le Monde. Um, And I also believed that eventually there would be a consumer demand for it. So I didn't really think of the what ifs. I thought of the the, the why nots and um, just kept plowing away and 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 believe me it's it's still a struggle it, it's there's there's a lot of um, first of all there's a lot of expense to it um, and then when you finally get into a retail door guess what you can kiss kiss away some of your margins um, there's so right. much support that's needed um, and demands from the retailer so. You have to really choose your retailers, um, what they can give back to you as far as support is concerned. And we've also started to do well with Amazon. And and, and Macy's and Credo have been wonderful partners with us as well. So um, I think, you know, partnering with a retailer that understands that you're a small business, understands that you're not going to be able to um, give them 20,000 uh, little, you know, VOCs, violon cards of fragrance, a month, <laughs> you know, right. um, it, it, it's choosing who you're going to partner with too. But, but yeah, you just really have to persevere when you're knocked down, you've got dust. Um, I think it's great to have a support team that can help pick you up and say, you got this, you can do it. And tomorrow's a new day. Let's talk a little bit about that idea of a support team. Um, Cause when I started the business, I mean, certainly for the first half of the past decade, I thought I had to 
I had thought I had to know it all by myself. I thought I had to do it all by myself. I really didn't realize that I could develop relationships and get support elsewhere. I don't know why. I just, you know, I never done this before. So I just assumed that everyone who does this well, they just do it themselves. Um, and then I found like, oh, I can um, connect with other small agency owners. Oh, I can connect with other beauty business owners and I can have a, a network of people for like emotional support and practical support as well. Um, did you know this going in that other people would be such an important factor in your success? And um, if almost, not, how did you figure okay. that out? Well, you know, at the beginning, before I launched, I didn't really have much of a support team because I was very concerned that if I told people what I was doing, they would try to talk me out of it. Um, <laughs> or they would, or, no, I'm not kidding. I really did because I knew so many people from the industry um, because I did speak to one person. They were like, you know, that, you know that's a really tough market. You know, fragrance is really competitive. It's really tough. And I kept thinking, but I'm not doing what anyone else is doing. So technically, there isn't any competition. So um, I kind of didn't do that. I also didn't have in place the the kind of support team I have now. Um, And that really is through other beauty pioneers doing what I'm doing. Um, Other women who have, like yourself, Jody. you know, you... You you stepped away. You created something on your own. And I think that the most important support team you can have is somebody that's in the same place as you because um, they'll, they've been through it. They've been through the challenges, the highs, the lows. And um, w- with that comes a success story to help somebody get to that next level. And then, of course, it does help to have somebody who's, who's been knee-deep in it um, you know, uh, my support team it does include uh, other entrepreneurs, though, that, that have been super, super successful because everybody has to start that way. So, um, yeah, I, I, I wished I had the team at the beginning, but, y- you know, I had to get in it to understand the kind of support that I need. Um, mm-hmm. but, just, but, but it really does help once you've got that network going. Yeah, the network's so important. I actually... Um... I have advisors now um, for the agency, and two of them are like super major, major um, advertising agency players, like, but you know, giant corporations. And I realized that, well, nobody, they, they can't understand the, the business. They understand the business of advertising, but they don't understand the business of running a business or a small business. Right. Um, so I really needed to widen my net, right? I figured that out, like, oh, well, they're not going to know what it's like to do all this stuff on their own. They have, you know, there's thousands of people in the organization who do this work. Um, I needed to broaden that network and fill the gap with people who, like, run businesses, like, wear many hats, right? Um, have outreach to the to good lawyers and good bookkeepers and good accountants and, you know, all the stuff, you know, a business owner needs for and that type of support. Um, and I think that just comes with time, right? You just figure it out as you go along. Um, unfortunately, it's, you know, there's no rule book. No good well, book you know, I always say, though, if I were to launch Pour Le Mans tomorrow, I would do it in half the time and half the cost. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's you know, why because, people because, become serial entrepreneurs, right? They, I get they, it. They Let me tell you something. I get it. I get it. I'm constantly thinking of other, and like I have, I have this other invention that has nothing to do with cosmetics. And my husband looked at me, and goes, "Yeah, where are you going to get the money to do that?" <laughs> 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 because I, because everything, I, everything I have pours back into Portland. But 
you know, it's that's what happens. And, and you're right with being a serial entrepreneur. When you, I can't describe the feeling you have when you have an idea, regardless if it's a product or just even, you know, launching your, your own business like you've done, Jody. When you, when you actually do it, it's it's pretty amazing. And one of the things that I think entrepreneurs are very bad at doing, uh, myself included, is stepping back and recognizing all that you've been able to accomplish pretty much on your own. Taking that leap of faith, leaving corporate America, and, and, and launching your own business because we're constantly looking at ways that we can improve, or I should be doing this better, or I should have done it right. that way. It, it, we, we forget our successes and because we're constantly focused on how we can improve ourselves, how we can grow, how we can get bigger. And going back to that support group, especially if you're with, with um, you know, you have a lot of support from individuals who have their own businesses. I think that's what that support group is so good about is just be like, you know what, don't beat yourself up. Look what you've been able to do. You know, I mean, the the fact that that we're the only ones still in the world that are certified 100% natural. I mean, we don't even use any absolutes in our our fragrances. The fact that we're the only B Corp that's a fragrance company, you know, Mm -hmm. currently for now, you know, I have to step back and, 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 uh, and appreciate that, that, Hey, that's something I was able to do and, and, and build and, and create. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I think that, um, what I realized is really recently, like just like the past six months or a year that, um, I don't celebrate my victories. I just be, I'm just like, Oh, that's cool. And move on to the next thing. And that's not, that's not fair to myself. It's not fair to the hard work that I put into the business and my team as well. Like I need to make an effort. I need to get a cupcake and put a, um, a candle in it. I need to dance around the office. I need to do something to acknowledge these victories. Um, because there's so many days when there aren't victories, right? You need, my body, I think needs to remember the good stuff. Um, yeah, well, you know, it is. You, you you worked so hard <laughs> trying to get those victories. How many times you're just like exhausted? Just <laughs> 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 well, you know, there's always something in the future, but I really want to stay focused on the the now. So, how do you do that? Right. Like when you got the B Corp, or when you landed Macy's? Like, do you you know dance around in your PJs? What is it that you do to acknowledge these um, incredible moments? Yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely celebrate, but then you know comes the ooh, we got to make sure that we keep these partnerships. We have to make sure that that we keep these certifications. So it's it's and again, probably going back to my days in, in magazine publishing, where you know you'd win a big piece of business, and you know what, you could lose that business anytime. You, then you got to service it. Then you've got to you know you so you you sell, you do the victory. For, for a day, <laughs> and then you have to, like, okay, now I have to live up to this. Now we have to make sure that, that this is a successful partnership or, you know, successful run there. So, um, so yeah, I'm sure I, I, I probably am right there with you with maybe I need to celebrate a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. but... You know, it's it's kind of short term because I then get focused back, and maybe that's just a Type A personality. I don't know, but just like, okay, what's the next one coming? So um, I don't feel like if you're if you are someone that's going to sit back and just um, not keep going forward with 
constantly the next challenge, then I think entrepreneurship is going to be tough for somebody. Like you really have to always be focused. And I know, Jody, you're terrific at that. Like you're always focused on, okay, you know, what else now? What, what else can I be doing? And, um, you know, I just think that's in general the key, the key to, to success. So for my last question for you, Wendy, um, it's kind of more of a, less of a financial question, more of a question of the heart. Um, aside from financial goals, what is your barometer for success? Well, my barometer for success is to, is to build Pour Le Monde. I've always said I'd love for us to be the Joe Malone of natural fragrances. Wow. With, you know, product, yeah. I know that's it, that's, but you know what? I had the pleasure of meeting her about two months ago. I was at a, her book signing. And for me, it was just such a thrill to meet her um, and hear her story. And, and it was very similar to mine. You know, she, she really persevered and um, she built her, her, herself up in such a way that she was acquired by Estee Lauder. Um, so, I really want to have this as a long-term brand and be the leader in the marketplace for it. There's a lot of extensions that um, I'd like to add to this brand, still always being true to who we are, and that is a natural fragrance company. Um, somebody asked me recently, oh, are you going to go into hair care? That's not who we are. <laughs> are we going to go into skincare? That's not who we are. But what we do is what no one else can do at this time, and that is create Certified 100% natural fine fragrances, which I know can be applied to other scent products. So, you know, it, it's it's long-term success. It's it's getting to that level. Which, my gosh, if we were the Joe Malone of natural fragrances, that I, I would, Jody, I would totally celebrate for many weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I would celebrate for many weeks on that one. Um, so that's really what what I'm I'm looking for long-term. Wendy, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. It's lovely. Well, thank you so much. I had a lot of fun chatting with you. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.